the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sport in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Mop and Financial Advisors, and Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino. Now, your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman coming to you on a fantastic Saturday afternoon. And uh, got as I always try to do, I've got special guests. Not special ed guests, but special guests for you. I have Link Rahagi playing uh, along on my left, your right, if you're looking at home here. Link, welcome back to the show. How's it going? Link Rahagi is with Protect the Harvest. He's a strong point dog food. And another hat that he carries is Rahagi's hog hunting. hunting. Yes. Yeah, hog hunting. Um, how many hogs now? Oh, I don't can't count them. <laughs> There's a lot of barbecuing in Southern California yeah. due to Link Rahagi. So check him out. And that, that's uh, Rahagi's hog com. Yes, sir. Rahagi's the common spelling. R A A H A U G E. Yes. The common spelling. Yes. Don't, don't mix it up with the uncommon one. Also joining me on the show, I have Eric Whitley. Eric Whitley is with Protect the Harvest uh, na- nationally. Uh, Protect the Harvest is a fantastic group that's out there not just securing Second Amendment rights or hunting rights, but really taking a look at the way of life of most of Western United States, outside of San Francisco and Los Angeles, the way the people live. You know, you're living off the land, you're growing things, you're raising cattle, you're raising sheep. Um, you can have a dog that weighs more than six pounds. You know, it's all of those things. It's kind of the rural lifestyle they're really taking a look at and help secure that because it has been under attack from several different areas. So, Eric, welcome back to the show. Thanks. Glad to be here again. Now, not only have you uh, been on the show before, but you're actually going to be coming out here in February, correct? Yeah, yeah, we'll be uh, headed down to uh, Mike Rahagas, uh place and, and uh, Lincoln and Britta from uh, Strong Point, and Rahagas have, have done a great job in setting up a charity shoot for us for Protect the Hierarchists, so, so this excited is, about that. This is a charity shoot, it's, it's a 50 rounds, Sporting Clays. Uh, it's a great course if you've ever been out to Rahagi's. It's like the Disneyland with shotguns. Um, so it's it's a wonderful place to head out there. But it's going to be a nice shoot. But the purpose of this is really to get the word out, folks, because we need to raise some funds, raise some awareness for Protect the Harvest because they are under assault. We, we being American citizens, California citizens in particular, are under assault from forces unseen or unrecognizable. Who am I talking about? I'm talking specifically about the the puppy dog salespeople that you see late at night on television when you have a starving puppy and they say, if you would just care enough to send 
We'll take this money, buy your congressman, and use him against you, against your hunting rights. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. They don't say that exactly, do they? They say more about how they're going to care for the animals, and you need to put some money in, and the Humane Society of the United States um, has more money coming in than they know what to do with. In fact, when at the last 1090 10, uh, form that they filled out that I saw, they had $14 million listed as miscellaneous expenses. Eric? Could you put $14 million on your income taxes, miscellaneous expenses? Well, you know, I usually every year I put, you know, a couple five, seven million dollars on it. So come on. Missile. Well, the reason they had to do that is you you can't, there is no deductible line for buying politicians. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You can't go in and and say, I I gave this money to this guy and this money to this guy in order to sway their vote. So that's where they put it, right there in the miscellaneous fund. Okay, so we're going to do this do this event February 10th. I'm going to be out there. We're going to record a show. It is a Wednesday. If you'd like more information, call Britta at 951-334-1018, or you can check it out at Rahagi's. There's flyers all over there. Um, again, Rahagi's, the common spelling, R-A-A-H-A-U-G-E.com, Rahagi's with the S.com. And they'll have more information on that shoot, but it's going to be sporting clays. It's going to be fun. There's going to be a great lunch, raffles, speakers um link rahagi in person will be there signing autographs yes yes that's important it's important to know yeah and Uh, link rahagi will actually say more than two words in a row (laughs) if you show up in person (laughs) well you got all these Uh, well you know the reason why we're having it on a wednesday i don't know if a lot of people know this but uh, deck harvest is uh, the philanthropic efforts uh, of Forrest Lucas of Lucas Oil. And so the uh, Winter Nationals, the NHRA Winter Nationals, actually start on that Thursday. So we're hoping, fingers crossed, that we can get uh, that we can get Morgan Lucas and uh, Richie Crampton out there to come and visit folks. We, uh, we really want to get Forrest out there as well to come and talk with everybody and uh, tell them the importance of this stuff. So it's you know, it'll be a star-studded event, and uh, we're going to have a good time. I think if you actually go there and donate enough money, you can drive in the Winter Nationals for Forrest Lucas. I, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if "bribe" is the right word. Uh, I, I didn't say bribe. I said I think you could make a donation, and for the right amount of money, you can drive that dragster. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. For the right amount of money, that's a good way to do it. For the right amount of money, we could definitely put you in the seat of a top flip dragster. No doubt. About it. Will you take a check? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, Speaking of $14 million, right? <laughs> exactly. So Forrest Lucas, now Lucas Oil, we all know them uh, from the motorsports, but they do yeah. other products as well, which comes into the Second Amendment area. Um, yeah. They make some great lubrications. I use some of their stuff right now. Um, it, almost, yeah. it actually smells like grapes, I believe. I yeah. have to stop myself from eating it all the time, but... Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, they make they make great you know great products and 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 Forrest is a is a great American story about how that business started. And so when the opportunity came up for him to uh, give back, uh, he decided to give back in in what he loves. And a lot of people don't know he's a uh, all, there's also Lucas Oil Cattle Ranch or Lucas Cattle Ranch out in Missouri. He owns a sixteen thousand acre cattle ranch, so he's. He's very involved in agriculture, very involved in, uh, 
you know, hunting and fishing uh, on his ranch. And so when the opportunity came to start Protect the Harvest, uh, he started it. And uh, like I said, the, the folks in Missouri um, a few years ago when uh, when HSUS came in there and tried to pass some laws and get some stuff passed that were going to take away uh, some of the rights of the dog breeders, uh, I always like to say they pissed off the wrong guy when they pissed off Forrest Lucas because he got involved and uh, they created this monster called Protect the Harvest and we're doing some really good stuff. You know, the Missouri. Now, those of us who are out here in California, the uh, People's yep. Republic of Occupied California, and we understand that our rights are under attack all the time from the Humane Society and PETA and our own Wildlife Commission. Uh, they seem to get it wrong only every time. But to hear that a place like Missouri, which we would think of as, you know, again, we have a West Coast bias, uh, more right. rural, more hunting friendly, you know, everybody has a right. pickup or should have a pickup. And, and to see that hunting is under attack there, we've seen yeah. bear hunting come under attack in Colorado. I think they actually lost the use of dogs um, on bears yeah. out there. And we've yeah. lost that in California. Now, one of the things that, that absolutely sucks about the state of California, uh, I don't know if I could say that on air, but I just did. So one of the things that, that's terrible about the state of California is when we have we have a lot of black bears that are typically near, most of them are near some kind of an urban situation. State of California allows us to harvest 1,700 bears a year. On top of that, they take between two and 300 for depredation. So about 2,000 bears a year are taken out of the state of California. And most of them are in those, those lower foothill areas around some kind of a facility. But when we lost the use of dogs, it went from 17 to 2,000 bears a year down to about 1,100 total so those other bears are repopulating and repopulating and so less bears are taken during hunting season where the meat and the hide and the skull and the whole bear can be used and retained by the hunter and now more bears are being killed by the state department the department of fishing game for flora and fauna whatever they are now uh, uh, wildlife and pixie dust i think is their, <laughs> their correct name now they, that department is now having to take more, and in which case those bears are wasted. The bears are shot. They're thrown down a canyon. The homeowner's told, oh, we relocated them. Yeah, they relocated them from the top side of the grass to the bottom side of the grass, okay? They relocated them from the sunny side to the dark end of the canyon as they pushed them off the side of the road. So that's what's happening. The same number of bears are being killed, but they're not being utilized by sportsmen. Uh, all HSUS did was to eliminate hunting even though the same number of bears are being killed by the state, in which they have no problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. As our Uncle Ted would say, uh, hired assassins. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty much. Um, anyway, folks, this is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. I'm here with Eric Whitley, Protect the Harvest, February 10th. We're going to be out at Rahagi's. I'm going to do some recording for my show out there, February 10th. Find out more from Britta at 951-334-1018. I want to make sure you're there. We'll be right back after this short commercial break with Link Rahagi telling us his life story. 
a message from Vince at Bullseye Sport. Bullseye Sport thanks the many families who have allowed us to provide them a firearm that helped them protect their home this past year. Before you shop for your personal protection firearm, I encourage you to come on down to Bullseye Sport in Riverside and speak with me, Vince, the owner, or one of my many good people at the store. You will receive a welcome and an educational experience that will help you feel confident and comfortable in your firearm purchase. Bullseye Sport wishes you and your family a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and to have a safe holiday season. Give the gift of protection with a stocking stuffer or gift certificate in any amount from Bullseye Sport. Use your AM590 mobile app to enter to win a bucket of bullets, 1,400 rounds of 22 ammunition. Download it for Apple or Droid and click on the Bullseye ad to enter. No purchase necessary. Bullseye Sport in Riverside, 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the Firing Line Radio Show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. That's right, folks. Welcome back to Boomstick Radio. You know, our sponsor, Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sports and Guns and Ammo in Riverside. Actually, Vince, I think you should change your name to Boomstick Sport and Guns Ammo in Riverside. He wants to stress the importance of firearm safety and usage. If you're a first-time gun owner thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or target shooting, it's important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. Vince and I highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training course, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essential to the safe, efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes the obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. More information about the certified firearm courses call Bullseye Sport or Boomstick Sports in Riverside at 951-823-0211. Visit their website, bullseyesport.com, for a schedule of classes because at Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, they believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. Hopefully we'll have Vince show up at our February 10th um, event out there at uh, Rahagi's. Be a good good thing for him. Yeah, it'd be really nice. Get him out there. Again, that's February 10th. We're going to do a, a um, charity sh- event shoot for Protect the Harvest. I have Eric Whitley, and uh, that voice you heard in the background there was actually the elusive Lincoln Rahagi. Um, Link, we're going to take the next 45 minutes of the show and just turn it over to you. Uh, why don't you tell us, tell us a little about yourself, Link? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> if, you, if those of you who have not met Link Rahagi, I am giving him a hard time. He's an awesome guy. Um, he is a little bit microphone shy. I'm sure as soon as we're off there, he'll tell me all about his life story. But right now, it's uh, we're just having some fun with Link. But Link does Rahagi's hog hunting. If you've been at any of the gun shows or at uh, Rahagi Sports Fair, you've seen his booth. Very, very successful. Lots of big animals. Um, some monsters that I've seen come through that uh, that yes. place. And he runs the... Uh, he runs the Blackmouth Curs. Yep, walkers, two walkers, and some other crosses that we have. Now, Link and I are actually family because uh, uh, we have a puppy in common. Yeah, yeah, Big Jake Duke, uh, yeah, Jackson Dog there. So anyway, folks, check it out. Rahagi's hog hunting. Now back to Eric, and uh, want to talk a little bit more about protect the harvest and what it is that you folks do. How are you protecting the harvest? What we are is we're a uh, nonprofit organization that advocates for farmers, ranchers, hunters, fishermen, pet owners, uh, anywhere where the environmentalists or the animal rights groups or any uh, any other organization tries to take away our rights to do those things, uh, protect the harvest, likes to get involved. Obviously, there's uh, you know there's 50 states in this great uh, country of ours, and and it's hard to hit on every one of those things. But uh, you know maybe your listeners, and one of the things that I can always tell your listeners is you know the legislative session, and and most of the states are going on right now. And so take some time, uh, type into into your search engine, you know your state legislative session bills and. They'll give you a list of the bills that are being introduced, and you can read through those and, and find out where uh, where people are trying to take away our rights at the state level. The one thing that I've learned being with Protect the Harvest is that it that that the real change, the real the real things that impact our lives on a daily basis, law wise, are done at the state level. The federal stuff is pretty big and huge. And can have a major impact when it comes to stuff like the Second Amendment and different things like that. But, but our day-to-day lives really change when these state legislatures get together and start coming up with these funky ideas about what they want to do to take away our rights. And so, well, you know, we know we know that here in the uh, People's Republic of Occupied California. Yeah, last exactly. last week's show, we had uh, Joe Silvoso on. Joe Silvoso's with Michelle and Associates out of Long Beach, and we talked about the six anti-gun bills, anti-Second Amendment bills that are in legislative session so far. Now they have, you know, they have a bunch of placeholder bills. Things can get always get worse. But from now till August is going to be an absolute fight uh, in the state of California. These six bills will restrict basically any semi-automatic centerfire rifles going to be off the, off the list. You, it's going to vilify ownership. None of the bills, and here's something you probably see too, Eric, none of the bills... Uh, increase the penalties for using a firearm in commission of a crime. They only right. create create right. a new class of felony citizen for what you currently own. Right. So right. in the very, same very rarely. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, this, in the same vein, when somebody wants to talk about hunting situations, they want to you know not do this that. They never look at let's increase the penalties for poachers. It's let's right. eliminate hunting. Right. Well, and, and and you know, kind of along that same lines is that none of these bills. You- very, very rarely do you ever see a bill that is actually giving something back to the hunters and giving something back to the to the outdoorsmen. It's always take, 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 and you know. And so that's why we see things um, 
that are very important that are going on across the country that we are supporting, you know. So, for instance, in Oklahoma, we have the, uh, you know, they have a bill, uh, a ballot initiative this year to to put the, a right to farm and ranch in their constitution. So, so what we're about is going on the offense with these things and introducing and finding those legislatures that can introduce bills that are going to be pro-hunting, pro-fishing, pro-farming, pro-ranching, and, and actually go on the offense and start gaining some ground. And uh, let me so ask, it's really important. Let me ask this question, Eric. Uh, a lot of these people, these environmentalists, many of them are vegetarians. Yeah. But they create vegans, you know, which is a yeah. mental, mental disorder on its own right. We'll do a show on that one day. But uh, um, they are anti-farming. And I, I always oh, yeah. wonder, where do they think their broccoli comes from if it's not from the farmers? Do they think those little shadow boxes on their condominium uh, patios and balconies are going to support enough food for them and their family? What, what are they thinking? Organic. Um, yeah, you're right. They don't. Uh, organic they, farming is fantastic until you have a plague of locusts yes. or uh, blight or that's, something like that. And then you have... No harvest. You you talk about uh, antibiotic free, and our obviously they've never raised a million chickens or ten thousand cows. And I mean, you have antibiotics is a major part in farm well, animals. We have we have uh, antibiotic free societies. It's called you know like the Spanish influenza, right? Yeah. Three million people dead later. Uh, maybe we should actually use some of these yeah. chemicals for, yes. for for the right. Things, but but they're anti-farming now. Some of you who you know re- listening into this show, it's like we want to know about the legislative purposes. We want to know about the new stuff from Shot Show, and those are all the fun things. To, well, not the legislative, but the the new gear and stuff is always a great fun show to do. Why am I bringing up hunting so much? Uh, a lot of people out here in California simply don't hunt, but it is the canary in the coal mine when it comes to your Second Amendment rights. I want you to think about this. Right now, you have people like uh, the esteemed Barack Hussein Obama uh, saying that no one is coming for your deer rifles. No one's coming for your duck shotguns. Well, if there is no hunting, you tell me what the classification a modern scoped high-powered rifle would fall into if there isn't any deer hunting. What would they call that next? They'd say there's no reason to have a sniper rifle. What about a uh, shotgun for ducks? Well, there's no reason for that crowd control weapon, right? So they are coming for it, and and the attack is coming on the second on the Second Amendment through hunting. The other thing, and I know that you know this, Eric, because of the battles you fight nationwide, is these radical environmentalists, these green weenie enviro Nazis. They are they are against the Second Amendment in such ways as restricting lead. You're going to see moves by the EPA saying that there's noxious chemicals when a gun is fired. So therefore, in California, when we have the California Air Resource Board, they'll be saying things. This is all coming, guys. That, well, that's a no-shoot day because there's too many particle emissions in the air. Right now in the month of... Month of February, we have a hundred mile visibility and they're saying, sorry, you can't burn wood because it's a, you know, a no-burn day. We have hundred mile visibility. This is not summertime, you know. But, then, go ahead. The one, the one thing that I the one thing that I've learned in in working with Protect the Harvest is that you know there are there are a few core 
um, initiatives with inside of the environmentalists and the vegans and the animal rights groups. There's a few core things. One is they want to do away with gun ownership and gun rights, right? So, so they they know that. So the Second Amendment people, the anti-Second Amendment folks, that that. So all of this other stuff that they're trying to do is is uh, only part and partial of trying to meet the core benefit. Same with the animal rights groups. You know, I'm going to let you pick that up in the next section. We have to run to a commercial right there. But it is important that we make the connection between anti-hunters and anti-Second Amendment. And even folks out there, if you don't hunt, you need to support the hunting groups because you're next. We'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn. Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of the Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! That's right, folks. It is Mulan Labe, Boomstick Saturday. Philip Naiman coming to you from Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out. I forgot to even mention I always forget to mention this. We have a website, firinglineradio.com. Firinglineradio.com. If you go on our website, click on the SoundCloud button and set up an account to follow me. It just says follow me is all it is on there. You will get our podcast sent to you automatically every week. We do have some giveaways that we're doing. We've got product coming in from Cutting Edge Bullets. We have their fantastic PhD pistol ammunition. I will be giving those away. So check that out. You want to make sure that you're a podcast subscriber and it's free. So go in there, get on our list for podcasting. We'll take a look at that. I've got 9mm, 380, 45 ACP coming. We also have some bullets for reloading from Cutting Edge. They're great copper bullets. We also have uh, Vortex is coming on, and they're going to have some product for you. Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. So you want to make sure that you're involved with that and get the... uh, get our podcast also you can find us on facebook uh, where we usually have all of our snarky comments uh, posted there for your perusal and going back to our last session as we came off the air i'm here with eric whitley protect the harvest and link rohagi um, from toastmasters and we (laughs) we're talking about some of the things that are in common uh, with the anti-hunters 
you see anti-hunters, anti-gun, and this whole progressive movement that we deal with all the time, or rewilding cases and so forth, we see some things in common. One of them was the attack on the Second Amendment, and then we had to go to a break. So can you pick it up from there, Eric? Yeah, so so my my, my analogy was going to be, is that you, or, or my, my comparison is, is that with the, with the anti-hunters, they're... Don't ever, don't ever lose sight of the fact that they want to get rid of all animal agriculture, all animal hunting. That's that's their bottom line. That's what they want to do. And and so any law or anything that they try to do, we like to refer to it as their, their Trojan horse law. So if they come in and they start to say. You know, like you mentioned a bit ago about the gases that are emitted from a from a firearm. You know, that's good. That that's got nothing. They're not worried about the pollution. They're not worried about the air. What they want to do is they want to get rid of the gun. If they come in and say they want to help a chicken, you know, have a bigger cage to spread the wings, that's that's a Trojan horse law. All they're trying to do is tuck away so at some point in time that they can get to eliminating that animal agriculture. Let me, let me bring this up. Here in California, um, our wonderful legislature, which collectively has the IQ of 12, um, they passed those laws, and uh, we have the big chicken cage laws now. Now, yeah. the people that I know in the poultry industry, not only do they have to bear the cost of it, so a chicken at the store that used to cost 5 bucks, you know, three forty nine on sale, is now... 12 to 13 dollars 18 if you want an organic one for a stinking chicken um but what they said was that when the chickens are grouped together they annihilate each other they peck each other to death they tear the feathers out they're it's more unhealthy for a chicken to be in a group than it is to be a single cage yes they will they will peck each other Mercilessly. Yes. And so one of the prices that have gone up as far as, as eggs is not just because they have to have bigger cages, but they have to keep replacing the chickens that keep killing each other. Have you? Have well, you go ahead, Eric. Yeah. And, and we, you know, and, and since California has passed that law that says that no eggs will be sold in California that are, you know, from chickens that are in these particular type of environments. What a coincidence that we've had three major bird flu outbreaks that have killed hundreds and thousands of chickens, right? So you, when, when, you let wild, when you let animals and wildlife and agricultural animals uh, mingle among each other, they begin to pass disease. Um, and, and anybody that's ever raised calves will know that. that when, when the calves are young, you keep the calves separated. This Why? is Southern California. No one's raised calves out here. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> 10 people one, listening, right? That one little small bastion uh, right there by Lincoln's house, you know, in uh, Corona there. Right. There, there's still one, one cattle farm there. But that's, that's the thing. So. They don't understand the ramifications. They think they're doing good for the animal, and they're actually not. Yeah, it's emotionally based. An issue. That's exactly right. You know, I, exactly I, right. I bring this up a lot. There are no environmental disasters as bad as the ones the environmentalists cause. I mean, yep. Animus River, anybody? Right? Yeah, uh, exactly. They still, they, that just kind of bled off the front pages. We don't even hear about it anymore. All the junk yeah. that went down there. Now, had that gold mining company dumped that, you'd have known they'd had a perp walk. 
But oh, yeah, they had a perp walk, and they'd be having them guys in front of congressional hearings and, you know. But the EPA does it, and nobody even gets two days off without pay. That's right. I mean, it's unbelievable what they're allowed to do. And we see these these devastations on our, um, you know, uh, putting the wolves. And again, you've probably seen this, too. Putting the wolves up in the Yellowstone area. They have devastated that herd. What was once almost 20,000 animals strong. The last count I heard was 1,100. 1,100 and no calves surviving the winter. So once they're out of elk, they'll work on the bison. They can only really kill the the smaller bison. Once they're out of the smaller bison, then they're on to the ranch animals. And again, this is a move to push people off the land and control different groups. It's, It's unbelievable how sinister modern environmentalism is. The green weenie enviro Nazis are not your friends. PETA, exactly. HSUS, all these environments, Sierra Club, it's horrible. All these people out there that are raking in millions upon millions of dollars of donations from the people thinking it's somebody else. They think, well, they build the hiking trails. You know, these are not your friends, guys. These are wolves in sheep's clothing. They're taking your money and buying your legislators and legislating against your rights. Yep, exactly. exactly. So what else do you find in common with them besides they usually have chronic halitosis? Well, you know, that that they that most of their and I think you mentioned it a little bit, that most of their action is emotional based. So somewhere in their lives, somewhere within their upbringing or in their psyche they have uh, they have an emotional attachment to their um, thought process right and to this wrong thought process so they they've seen uh, a doctor's movie somewhere and that affected them or that they've seen but they usually all have um, the same type of thought process uh, when it comes to this, is that they're going to do, and, and they're very radical, they're going to do whatever it takes. And the end justifies the means when it comes to this stuff. So so if it means taking away your rights as an American, as, you know, as a, a person that, quote-unquote, you know, uh, it, we the people, if, if, if it means taking away that, they don't care. They really do not care. They believe it's a small price to pay. Yep, the ends justify the means. Taking away your freedom as a human being, taking away your liberties, taking away your rights, is is a mere road bump to them in order to get to making the chicken more comfortable. Which makes them feel better. It's actually, as we discussed earlier, it's worse for the chickens, but they feel better about it. Yeah, that's exactly right. So I want to reach out there to the uh, Black Rifles Matter crowd. Those of you who shoot ARs and shoot Glocks, you know, I actually, I don't know if you knew this, Lincoln, but I have a black belt in Glockito. So um, those of you guys who are out there shooting the three gun, who are shooting um, different different U.S. IDPA and IPSC and so forth, who have never shot sporting clays. This is a chance to reach across the aisle, come out and support this group. You you need to be out here for Protect the Harvest, February 10th. Even if you can't shoot, come out for the lunch, the raffle, get involved, learn what's happening here. Because I'm telling you guys, 
when these radical environmentalists who are running the HSUS and PETA and Sierra Club and every other uh, group like that, when they say, okay, we need to stop all target shooting because look at the lead buildup. Dude, this is coming, right? So we need to be proactive. We need to stop these things immediately. We need to get along. The, uh, the guys who shoot ARs need to, to get along with the guys who shoot duck guns, right? It's oh. not, oh, well, I don't need an AR-15, so I'm not going to support that legislation, or no. well, I don't hunt ducks, so I don't support yeah. that legislation. Baloney, okay? Yeah. Um, Nancy Pelosi, that's what that is. No, so that, that's definitely for sure. Everybody needs to come together. They're they're attacking rodeo, you know, chicken farmers, cattle ranchers, hunters. And you need to understand that this is part of their bigger picture. Your little area that you live in is just part of their bigger picture, and you need to stand alongside your brothers on that and sisters. Folks, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back with one more segment after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the Firing Line Radio Show is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and by Moppin Financial Advisors. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? You know that's why you're here, folks, because you are being entertained. You can't control yourself. There is so much entertainment for a Saturday afternoon. Oh, Better go have a beer. Hey, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out on our Facebook page, Firing Line Radio Show, or online at firinglineradio.com. Uh, Eric Whitley was our guest for the first three segments on this set, this show, and he had to leave. Eric is from Protect the Harvest, protecttheharvest.com. Great group doing yeoman's work for us, trying to make sure that your rights are covered. Uh, your rights for a barbecue are covered, okay? We, we're into barbecue rights. <laughs> <laughs> the barbecue amendment. But um, more than that, we're, we're showing that the environmentalist movement is not just an anti-hunting movement. And those of you guys out there who do target shooting, skeet shooting, whatever it happens to be, self-defense, just want to own a pistol for your own self-defense, don't really want to go out and shoot a lot, but just know that it's necessary that you have that, realize that the anti-hunting fight is an anti-Second Amendment fight. You have group after group going after different areas to marginalize our rights. And what I mean by that is if you looked at a giant pyramid, you know, maybe most people believe you should be able to own a firearm. Okay? But then on the far one edge of it, maybe most people, some people will say, well, I think you should be able to own this style of a firearm. And on the other side, they say you shouldn't own this this type of firearm. You should only own this type. But people get fragmented in their personal selection, personal preferences. And when we see legislation 
that's attacking one of the areas which is considered fringe today, okay, uh, which was mainstream 15 years ago, such as uh, the AR-15 ownership. You know, in 1980s, you could buy a Colt AR-15 off the shelf, not a problem. Just walk in, give them the money, walk out with it. We didn't have big murder rates with AR-15s, but we had them vilified in the press. We had them vilified by legislators over and over again, where now it's considered, you know, they call it an assault weapon. We call it a personal defense weapon. But now there are six bills in the state of California's legislature that are going to eliminate basically the legal ownership of that or make it so difficult, so onerous, you won't want to deal with one. And if we do not stand up, if the guys who are just members of Ducks Unlimited who shoot over and under Winchester 101s, if they don't stand up and say, I'm going to fight for the right for these guys to own black rifles, I don't want one, but I know it's necessary, then they're going to lose their right to own their shotgun. And if the guys who like to go out and shoot three gun and and, uh, just go out to the desert and, and make cans jump all over the place... If those guys don't stand up and say, you know what, I don't hunt ducks, but I need to be involved to make sure that the that the Fish and Wildlife Commission is treating them fairly, that the rules are fair, that it state maintains legal, we have got to stop letting them divide us because that's how they get one win after another, such as dog hunting. Yes, they really took it to us on the bears, and I'm going to say something about uh, protect the harvest. We. You know, NRA, we got a lot of organizations that do a lot of stuff for our guns. Here in California, we really don't have nobody helping us on hunting issues. There's some small organizations, but what caught my eye with Protect the Harvest is the, uh, you know, they're they're into the rodeo people, the ag, the farmers, the ranchers, the hunting, pro-fishing, the whole ordeal. That's what's really caught my eye about Protect the Harvest. It's, you know... It's kind of like a missing link as as before on bear issues you would go to another organization that is being attacked by the same organization that's attacking us and they they just kind of put their heads down exactly so yeah yes. ducks unlimited mm-hmm. did not want to get involved with it no. we, we were at that wildlife commission meeting in yeah. van nuys yeah and uh the Humane Society had said that they were going to stop all contests yes. for wildlife take. Mm-hmm. Okay, So in that room, there was 30 or 40 men representing the fishermen group. Okay, Now, once they realized that they had the fishermen in there and the hunters in there, the Humane Society brilliantly said, you know what, we want to amend that not to include the fishermen. Yeah. Now, those fishermen sat down on their hands and let let everything go away. They did not stand up and say, "Hey, it's important yes. that that the this hunting oh. method be not be given away." They just said, "Oh, well, we got what we wanted. We got ours. We're leaving." Not realizing that at one of the next meetings coming up, they're back on the plate. Yes. So it's never going away. You cannot make peace with fork tongue. Humane society. No, people. it's not. It's not. They're always coming. They're never stopping. They're always coming, and they always they look for what media would consider fringe bear hunting. You know, you've hunted bears with with dogs. Yes, uh, it's one of the only ways to effectively hunt bears. Yes, and when we have a high population of bears, they have to be hunted. Yes, or they're just shot and thrown down a canyon. Or you know, you with running dogs. The good thing about with running dogs too, it, it puts the 
fear of human into them too, you know, so you don't have as many bears going down into the neighborhoods, getting into the trash. When they hear a dog bark, you know. They remember. They remember. And not every dog or not every bear that's treed is ever taken. No, you have that choice to pick if it's a, a sow with cubs. But or, you can't take that. No. So, so a lot of dogs are, or a lot of uh, bears are chased with dogs, very few are of the ones that are treated are actually taken. Taken, yes. But they're harassed to the point, and yes, harass is, is the proper term. They're pushed off of those areas. They're put back up into the wild. They're safer. Humans are safer. It's a better system all yes. the way around. That method of take and of control has been removed. Now, what happens, Link? I have to ask you this here. You get a, a phone call from Fish and Game. Hey, we've got a problem bear that's attacked somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, who in California still has bear dogs? Yeah, there's not, you know, there's not too many left. Zero, yes. right? So so we have a, or mountain lion dogs, because you can't run those either. So we have a problem with a problem mountain lion that's attacked somebody. We have to track them down. So guess what? Yeah. So the phone call goes to Phoenix for the next closest guy who has dogs. And six hours, eight hours later, ten hours if he was at work or whatever, he shows up with his animals. And now we can start on the track. And the cat's 20 miles away. How, how is that for hunting? How does that 12-hour track work? It's horrible. So, again, we're being restricted. And the point I just want to make going back out to this is, folks, especially the guys out there that like to shoot semi-auto, like to shoot combat style, you know, I've been to the classes with you. It's fun. I love that. You need to go out. I'm telling you what you need to do. If you don't want to hear it, sorry, you're listening to my show, you got to hear it. You need to support the hunting groups. And you guys out there that are into hunting that think that black rifles are ugly or black rifles don't matter, that is the absolute wrong thing to think about. You have to focus on this is our Second Amendment right, and maybe you do or do not want to own one, but it's a Second Amendment right issue, and you have to stand on that principle. Yeah, once they get that, once they, the, the key deal is this. The people that are after our guns, that are after our hunting, the ranching, ag, it's the same people after all of us. It's a control issue. Yes. It's not a gun control. It's a people control issue. And if we could ever get everybody to unite with it, we could have a bigger stick than they than they have. And it's important to focus on that because they run emotion. We run facts. So in sound bites. You know, we can throw statistics up, yes, but, you know, blah, 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 blah. But they're saying, but look at the poor little Bambi. Look yeah. at the poor little bunny foo-foo running yes. through the forest. You know, they throw this emotional thing in there, and we have to look past that. We have to say, look, hunting is a, is a wildlife tool that is used by states to manage wildlife under, under regulated sport hunting. Wildlife populations have boomed because we've controlled predators we have more white-tailed deer now than they've ever had we used to have more elk than they ever had except when they released the wolves um you know in california we had a really good deer herd until they protected the mountain lion and that's a whole different devastation issue but regulated sport hunting is the best tool for wildlife management yes because it puts a value to those animals and when there's a value to those animals money flows that direction they're protected their habitat the whole the whole nine yards on it so let's let's and here what i mean by that is money flows in that direction if you're a rancher and you grow alfalfa and you're in the middle of colorado and you have 300 deer a night coming into your property yes eating all of your uh, alfalfa up um, 
and you cannot let somebody come on your property and hunt deer where they might pay you three to five, you know, whatever dollars uh, to uh, hunt, hunt those animals, um, then there's no property, there's no value for those deer to you as a rancher. And that's when things disappear. Yes. Okay. Because they're protecting their livelihood. So the deer numbers will dwindle. Nobody gets any advantage of that. It just happens. On depredation. Yep. So, so the state comes in, kills those animals, lets them lay, and who does that benefit other than the anti-hunters? No, it's, it's devastating. It's yeah. like I say with, the, with our dogs. You know, uh, there's some places that you can hunt with, for pigs without dogs and, and be totally, you know, successful. But there's, there's a, those other ranches that you need dogs. You know, a lot of people don't realize you could, you could be put on a ranch that y- you need a dog to be able to, to kill a pig. Or seven or eight. To, or to, or, find or to catch a bear, you know. Absolutely. Yes. Folks, Firing Line Radio Show, check it out at rahagis.com. Uh, get a hold of us for this February 10th show, 951-334-1018. Protect the harvest. We'll see you then. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sport in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Mop and Financial Advisors, and Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs>